0: All bad things. Tragedy. Tragedies,
1: disasters. That's bad things.
0: Trigger warning for everything possible.
1: What? Hello. <laughs> I'm David. I'm Rachel. And this is All Bad Things. And as our dear listeners know, when you hear my voice first, you know what that means.
0: Reverse!
1: Episode. Again.
0: Yes. Thank you.
1: No, you're welcome.
0: <laughs> you're doing me a big favor. Yes.
1: And uh, thank you as well, Masha, for your continued research that we keep receiving.
0: Yes, yes. We got another one from Masha. <laughs> um, and and um, also an email Masha was like, hey, just to, in case anyone was wondering, like if you guys think like why is she doing all this research, um, that it's because she has vast amounts of occupational experience in research and is between jobs at the moment. And I was like, Masha, we are just super grateful. Like we have no, Not we would complain. never question or complain. We're only
1: going to complain if somebody hires you.
0: <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no Obviously, not. if you're looking for a job, clearly you're overqualified or and I should say immensely qualified is what I meant to say. Um, Because your research is top notch. And we appreciate everybody who contributes research and topic suggestions too. Like, it's okay if you can't research it. Trust me, I get it. Like, it's it's a lot of work. We We both have experienced that. Yes,
1: we still have a whole database of uh, topics to get to, but never. Never do not send them in because right. they're,
0: we promise I'm sure there are plenty. Yes, yes, we are. And it's not because we don't think if you've suggested a topic, it's not because we don't think it's a good one. It's because it's in the list. <laughs> and um, and what we cover when has to do with, you know, we try not to cover too many of the, Like we wouldn't try to do like three plane crashes in a row no, or
1: try to mix it up.
0: Yeah, bit. exactly. So that's, that's the only thing. And sometimes it's honestly just like motivation and, or, or like finding a really good resource for one topic and that puts it ahead. So anyway, um, that's kind of the thing. Um, follow us on all the social media at all bad things, pod, Insta, Twitter, Facebook, and you can always email us all bad things pod at Gmail. That's always the best way to get a hold of us for um, obviously sending research as well as topic suggestions because then I can search it in case I forgot to write down like who suggested it so that we can shout you out. So that's always the most convenient way. But yeah, David was very nice to take over research duties. I just got back from Miami. Miami? my hammer
1: and i had a uh, i had a day shift weekend this weekend mm. so i was not up all night mm-hmm. for 3 nights in a row it was a, it was recording a normal recording at night oh yeah we are yeah and not is, 7 it's not 7am it's <laughs> been it's been a while <laughs> since we have recorded not at 7am right um, so that's nice so yeah i uh mm. worked days this past weekend so I had, uh, this is Monday? Yesterday yes,
0: it is Monday. Yes, this uh, is
1: Since I started my new position, I really have my days and dates all mixed up. It,
0: it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. I had my days mixed up while I was in Miami a lot. So, um, so, the,
1: so this is Monday, August 26th. So, when
0: our runghold episode came out
1: yes I hope um, everyone found
0: that cool
1: absolutely yeah it was a that it was, was a
0: fascinating one
1: definitely different mm-hmm. um a different one from what we've really ever done I think
0: and this one's gonna kind of be too
1: this is very much going to be but uh before that do we I don't know because I didn't write anything down beforehand <laughs> do we do we have any um housekeeping housekeeping I mean. to? Get I to. don't
0: think we do I think we're actually doing pretty good um Emily sent us a beautifully written card apparently. Oh yes. Emily just has like amazing amazing handwriting. Yes she does. <laughs> did you did you read it? Did I you haven't, read through it? Okay. I, I have
1: not read through the whole thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just uh the, the parts she told me about last night. I I gotcha. forget but I did see the card. Yes. It was very nice. Yes. I will read it, Emily.
0: Yes. I think we we need to discuss potentially getting a uh, a PO box so <clears> we can actually give out our address more En masse, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll look into it. Maybe, <laughs> po- possibly.
0: But we could get cool gifts and
1: stuff. No, that maybe. would be that'd be cool. Yeah, we do. We have received cool gifts.
0: Oh, well, we, we have. Yes, yes absolutely. Yes, we
1: received a book. A uh, yeah, a hairpin,
0: hairpin, hatpin. Hairpin,
1: hatpin. hatpin.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. That sounds like we sounds like we haven't received good gifts. We absolutely have an HBO subscription. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great gift. Love that. So, one. or access to an HBO subscription. Um, but that way, we could give it out more. Um, uh on on the air you know we're, we're just kind of judging from person to person we haven't turned down anybody yet, no because everyone we don't think anybody wants good. to kill
1: us yet. yeah yet
0: yeah well hopefully <laughs> maybe ever. after
1: this episode who knows
0: oh, oh. deep state stuff it goes mm. out in the words of uh for any murder fellow murderinos in the words of georgia it goes all the way to the top
1: Yeah, this certainly does. This topic certainly does. Oh, uh,
0: what are we drinking that's going to be a good uh, harbinger of (laughs) this whole... We
1: are drinking... Yeah, it is very...
0: uh, um, Telling. It's it's
1: very on point for Mm -hmm. our topic tonight. We are drinking Flying Dog.
0: I think they're out of Baltimore, right? I was
1: just going to ask...
0: I feel like somewhere. when you went to Baltimore, I was like, oh, I would love to go to Flying Dog.
1: Anyway, we're drinking Flying Dog Raging Bitch <laughs> Belgian IPA. <laughs> it is a Belgian-style India pale ale, 8.3%. 8 8. 8. Yeah,
0: so this will be fun. Very good. Going to get some good raging out of us this I, episode. Yeah, I can't
1: see where this is. I don't know. I
0: it's, thought it was, but I could be wrong.
1: It's out of somewhere. Uh, well, let's hope. Flying Dog, get to us and uh, send us some beer two please. <laughs> and we'll promise to get where you're located correct. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> if we
1: haven't already. <laughs> so I may be slightly distracted during this episode. Because uh, once again, we are well, I am reading this off an iPad for the first time. It yeah, we couldn't get
0: the printer to work. That, we cannot. Uh, the one at work works fine. But I was not at work um, to be able to, or I was but we thought that my old printer would work here at home. It doesn't, so can't couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So. so we saved a few trees today.
1: Yes, we did. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to, every now and then, check my phone, because I'm waiting on a text from a friend of mine who may or may not be delivering a pod to me tonight.
0: So you really want to be talking about this on the air? Sure.
1: Well, I mean, nobody knows where I live.
0: Well... Yeah, I guess Emily's not going to narc on you. I don't think so. Lee's not going to narc on you. Abby won't narc on you. Teddy won't narc on you. Plus, it's
1: very relevant to the topic, is it not?
0: (laughs) It is very relevant. (laughs) And to be clear, that is not the pod to which you were referring has nothing to do with hard drugs.
1: It does not. Which I
0: highly discourage the use of.
1: Yeah. I still and don't plus, think it
0: should be illegal, but I highly discourage
1: plus it. Plus, I'm not receiving my device until at least Wednesday, so I can't use it tonight anyway. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, hmm. tonight's topic.
0: And, and next week's, too, right? This is going to be a This is going to be a multi-parter. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, It's a huge topic. I was going to try to cram everything into one episode, Mm -hmm. um, but after researching it for about five hours, I was like, it's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. I already have enough just for one episode. Right. Um, And again, this could be a topic where you could do 100 episodes.
0: Yeah, right.
1: So it will be at least two. Mm -hmm. It could stretch into a three, but Mm -hmm. it, it will be two. So the topic for today is the war on drugs.
0: And I unfortunately, like I did so good at not looking and not fig- not like like a- averting my eyes at all possible points until we put it on my iPad and then I saw it. And I was like, oh, shit. So it's not a surprise to me at this moment, but it's an interesting one. I will disclaim that I'm not 100% sure that it falls under our exact definition of what we do what we have said we would cover is disaster sure. however one you're doing research which means i don't have to so thank you and i'm not <laughs> going to look a gift horse in the mouth as it were um and two i don't think it could be argued that it's a disaster or it absolutely is um on so depending many levels depending on who you
1: ask Depending on who that you ask. That is true,
0: but I think our listeners by now know which... Where we stand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think
1: most of them probably stand in a similar place.
0: I agree, otherwise it would probably be yeah. hard for them to put up with us. I think
1: everybody can agree that a plane crash is a disaster.
0: Right, right. There's no controversy No, there's no... Not, th- no, on there's that. no yeah.
1: This, again, it depends on who you ask, but anybody who but has...
0: outcome the outcome has not... Has not Given the results that anyone oh, has wanted.
1: Not even close. So... I am going to save mm-hmm. the broad statistics for the second episode. Okay. Um, because... <laughs> the amount of money that we've spent on this... Yeah. And the amount of... I mean, you can't calculate. It's impossible to estimate right. the lives that have been yeah. affected. It really is. Yeah. It's likely... It's certainly hundreds of thousands of people... It's millions. likely millions yeah, of people. Yeah, I would,
0: I would definitely say we'll
1: never. You'll never be able to put mm-hmm. an exact figure on it.
0: And then also, so yes, I agree this is a disaster. I'm not sure it falls under our strict definition of a disaster, but I do think it's an incredibly interesting topic. And even if it's a little outside our norm, um, I... Think it will be interesting.
1: Yeah, and I, 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 I was, I have been wanting, so appreciate I have it. honestly been wanting to do this for a while, but I was always up in the air. I'm like, does this fit our criteria? And I made the executive decision okay. that yes, it does.
0: Okay, fair enough. You're allowed to make executive decisions. <laughs> I make them all the time. <laughs> yes,
1: you do. So, the war on drugs is a failed United States domestic policy that began with the passing of the Eighteenth Amendment to the Constitution of the United States in 1920 which rendered the manufacture, sale, and transportation of alcoholic beverages illegal in the United States.
0: Oh, you're going way back.
1: Oh, I am going way back. The amendment was passed on January 16th.
0: Your birthday? Ni- well, b- <clears throat> before you were born. Yeah, way
1: before. 1919, before my parents were even born. Yeah, my well, grandparents, I think, were born. Maybe? No, no. Anyway. <laughs> the amendment was passed on January 16th, 1919, and took effect on January 1st, 1920. So,
0: oh, that's right. Yeah.
1: If anybody, I think I might have brought this up in uh, several podcasts before that we've done. Um, If anybody is very interested on what the experience of Prohibition Mm -hmm. was like, please go out and get the book Last Call. Mm -hmm. It, It is by Daniel Okren. It is a fantastic book. It immediately puts you in the mind frame Like one of the first sentences in the the book that I remember, I haven't read it in a while. It's on
0: our shelf still. It is, Mm -hmm. yes.
1: Um... One of the first sentences you'll read in the book is what I just described, this this amendment passed on January 16th, 1919. Mm-hmm. You have one year to drink alcohol.
0: Yeah, that it was almost exactly a year. There was a... little less, a little less, uh-huh. January
1: 16th to January 1st. Yeah. So you have about 50 weeks.
0: Right. I remember the beginning of um, Boardwalk Empire, like the first episode, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken, mis- uh, was depicted- New Year's Eve. Yeah. New yeah. Year's
1: Eve going into 1920. Everybody
0: drinking like... As though like, it were becoming as, illegal. As though it
1: were going to go away. <laughs> yes. Um, so that book very much puts you in the mindset of, holy shit, like, like what if somebody told you that today?
0: Right. Like, how
1: insane would that be? Mm. For
0: anything that is um, widely consumed. Right. It could be anything. It could be cigarettes are going to be legal. Ill- illegal. Made a li- a year, illegal. Illegal yeah. in a year. Caffeine. Or, ca- yeah. Mm-hmm. No more coffee yeah. a year
1: from now. Yeah. Drink it while you, while mm-hmm. you can, you mm-hmm. know. So just imagine that. Yeah. So put your put your mind in that place.
0: Do you go into the temperance movement and stuff?
1: I'm. Uh, you'll see where I'm going okay. with this. Okay. I'm going to very briefly go over. Okay. Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, because to me, it deserves its own. Okay. To- it deserves its own show. I gotcha. I I will do that one day as its own topic. Okay. Um, it
0: what the prohibition was, on some level, well intentioned by some people.
1: By some people, uh, the Ku Klux Klan included.
0: Well, or more the women's suffrage movement, mm-hmm. more um, yep. nobly. <laughs> I would not consider anything that KKK does noble.
1: But they did not have the influence at the time that the KKK did, mm-hmm. um, which is also something you learn in Last Call. Very yeah. fascinating. Anyway, Prohibition was later repealed, the first and still only amendment to the U.S. Constitution hmm. that has been repealed, hmm. with the 21st Amendment due to the catastrophic catastrophic failure of the 18th Amendment, which led to a nationwide spike in violent crime and an overall public disobedience to the law itself so much so that there was even a name for people who continued to consume alcohol during this time period. Do you know what they were called?
0: Well, I know the people who dealt alcohol were bootleggers. Right. Um, People who drank Mm -hmm. during this? No, I know. They were called
1: scofflaws.
0: Huh. I've not heard of
1: them. In other words, they scoff at the law.
0: Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's very... (laughs) German. Let's just mm-hmm. shove some more together. Let's just combine together. two words. What's, yeah. what's
1: the what's the word for that? Com- oh, portmanteau. It's a portmanteau. Yes,
0: yes. Indeed. So
1: yes, the the people who and this was not everybody. But this was a majority of Americans that was like, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Like, I'm
0: <laughs> well, and this is when organized crime really burgeoned, right? Because This is when of, it
1: took off. Because, because of, there
0: was stuff to deal. It was around. Contraband, yeah. But it was,
1: not, it, it was not anywhere near as effective as it was when alcohol became illegal.
0: Well, there was a whole other trade. It opened up a whole other branch of the business because it was initially like things like... Uh, Gambling and um, prostitution oh, and and, and, and uh, usury mm-hmm. and like oh it'd be a shame if something happened to your store you need to pay us for protection mm-hmm. that sort of thing
1: and now they're like oh we can sell alcohol now
0: there's just a great and and then later they would go into drugs too so
1: oh they were doing they were doing that at the time too but this was just but not as many people were doing hard drugs obviously as drinking alcohol mm-hmm. so this was mm-hmm. a boon yeah to um. Uh, to uh, um, mm-hmm. what am I trying to say? Like mobsters, yes, people like that, absolutely. organized, organized crime. crime.
0: Yep. you know you can just turn on your sound, and then you don't have to keep tapping uh, on your phone.
1: That's okay. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to gloss over. I'm really just glossing okay. over prohibition okay, because, fair like enough. I said, I think it deserves it's its, topic. it deserves gotcha. its own topic. Mm-hmm. Um, th- the other reason I'm doing it is because for some reason. It is really not considered a part of the modern definition of the war on drugs, although it should be, in my opinion. Alcohol is a drug. It is. This is where, to me, in my opinion, this is where the war on drugs began. Hmm. That's okay. not official. Yeah. But that's that's I'll my. I'll be stance. interested
0: in in hearing your argument for that. Yeah. Yes. Because um, I wouldn't have necessarily included it, but but I think that that's interesting, and I'd like to hear your your take on it.
1: Well, that that was basically it.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna like cleverly stream together. This is the, the, the the thread that well, connects.
1: Uh, well, I mean, kind of in a way, but this is the first nationwide, real sweeping nationwide Fair drug law. Uh-huh. Yeah, people that's do not true. people in their mind do not necessarily consider alcohol as a drug. Y-
0: you're you're because,
1: right because because it's been sold as oh, it's drugs and alcohol. No, it's not.
0: It's been separated from the yes. term "quote drugs." Yes. Yeah,
1: um, yeah. More people die from alcohol. Oh yeah. Related deaths than I mm-hmm. probably. I'm gonna guess all the other drugs combined.
0: Yeah, technically, I mean, I guess I don't know the technical, like scientific <laughs> definition of the term drug, but like I guess the way I would describe it is a substance that change it can change your behavior, mm-hmm. your mental state. Yep. Uh, well I guess that would Which be it. Or al- emotional state. Which
1: alcohol very much does. Oh yes. Alcohol is uh, cla- uh, categorized as de- as a depressant.
0: Okay, well let's get depressed here. Cheers.
1: Cheers. we uh, an 8.3 and they weren't even making stuff even close to
0: th- Oh, we're gonna Pe- get very- People
1: back in the day were drinking mostly liquor. So, so No, it
0: was pretty high. Not to
1: say not to say again, like you said, uh there was there was some earnest
0: Reasons behind...
1: Behind prohibition. To my, there were. To m-
0: my understanding... At the time, and its connection with women's suffrage and women's rights mm-hmm. is that a lot of got a lot of men mm-hmm. were getting absolutely shit faced, and then doing things like beating up their wives or and spending
1: all of their money, and,
0: right? Going broke, mm-hmm. not taking care of their kids. So part of women's rights was to basically get men to shape up, which we've yeah. been turned do ever since, <laughs> um, <coughs> to get a little gender binary, but yes, still,
1: prohibition and women's suffrage are linked hand in hand. Yeah. Yes, they and really are. I
0: think the women's suffrage movement was closer to the good intentions of it yes. than the rest of it. Yeah.
1: Again, the intentions were good, the outcome was fucking Or at least
0: some good. of the intentions were good, yes. I think some were not. The
1: majority of the outcome was fucking terrible.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and that happens, and they say the road to hell and all that, but...
1: Yes. So... Again, just glossing that over. Okay. Um, so we are now going to move on to another phase of the war on drugs that doesn't really get credit okay. for being the war on drugs. And this is where we are going to spend our entire episode.
0: Oh, okay. So we're not even, well, is this the modern era? No, we no. are We are okay. not even,
1: we are not going to get to mm. Nixon oh, okay. in this so This episode. is the
0: pro- prelude. Mm-hmm. The prologue. Uh,
1: yeah. Prologue, <laughs> Prelude? Prelude.
0: Either one. Prelude is like a musical term, prologue is a literary term. That's
1: true. Yeah, I had my, uh, again, I'm drinking an 8.3%.
0: (laughs) And it's not your first one of the evening. No, it's not. (laughs) At least this is my first.
1: (laughs) So we are going to move on to a name some people may or may not know. Okay. Harry J. Anslinger and the Federal Bureau of Narcotics.
0: The Anslinger sounds familiar. Yes. But the Federal Bureau of Narcotics is that the precursor to the DEA,
1: Bingo. the Drug Enforcement
0: Administration. Bingo. Okay. okay. So that's like the. Uh, did you know that the um, IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, used to be called the Bureau of Internal Revenue, the BIR?
1: I did not. Yeah.
0: They at various points during various administrations there has been restructuring of. Uh, administrative branches in the American government. Like, a, a easy example is that the Department of Homeland Security didn't exist before September 11th. It did not. 2001. So, um, that's and, pretty and, common. And
1: those Republicans who believe in small government so much created a new agency.
0: Imagine that. I
1: know. I, I, I can't imagine them going being hypocrites like that. But anyway.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, well, I haven't I haven't gotten far enough <laughs> into my raging bitch to become one, so I'll just let that one go. It's for
1: it, it's gonna. I, I mean, I really got I got upset doing this research to the point where I had to stop doing it for like 15, 20 minutes yeah. at a time and go smoke a cigarette. And this
0: is even just in the older
1: days. Oh yeah, we're wow. we're not we're not even going to come close to modern day. In so this what
0: what era are we talking about with uh, Harry and Slinger? Well,
1: let's get into that. All shall right, we? Let's do. So, Harry Jacob Anslinger was the first commissioner of the Federal Bureau of Narcotics. Okay. And as you said, a precursor to the DEA.
0: Mm hmm.
1: And served in that role from the day the Bureau began on August 12th, 1930. Oh, okay. Until May of 1962.
0: So, he's like a J. Edgar Hoover. He was just in his. For position, his business, yes. Yeah, for absolutely. decades. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting when heads administrative. Heads are appointed for so long because they're they're appointed by the president, if I'm not mistaken. They are. So all those presidents for 32 years agreed that this guy was the best oh, guy. Oh yeah. For he the goes job. through
1: I believe five administrations.
0: That's right, because he would have gone through Roosevelt, mm-hmm. which was long through most of. Yeah, the Roosevelt. Uh, yeah. Roosevelt's
1: not even ele- in 1930. Our president is Herbert Hoover, I believe. Um, really? Yeah, he uh, was uh, the
0: president before Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I'm
1: sure, I knew that. Uh, just remember, that Hoovervilles are, are what popped up after uh, when the Depression started.
0: Hoovervilles? Mm-hmm. I never heard that. Term. Were, what is that? They
1: were shanty towns that people had to create themselves oh, okay. because they had nowhere to live because they had okay. no money. Yeah. So he is widely considered the architect of modern day drug enforcement policy in the United States as well as worldwide, mm. particularly in countries where drug consumption was not considered an issue. So he's like, I'm just going to fucking make it one. We will get into that okay. in the next episode because okay. that's where that really takes shape. Okay. Anslinger began his career in law enforcement, go figure. Yeah. As an illegal claims investigator for the Pennsylvania Railroad.
0: So, claims as in insurance claims? Yep. Oh, okay. Uh,
1: who owned the Pennsylvania Railroad?
0: Oh, are we going back to our men who built America? Yes, we are. Uh, railroad, was that. Carnegie or no, he was Steele. Began with the, Rockefeller? No.
1: Think Anderson Cooper.
0: Vanderbilt. Yep. Yes. Okay.
1: He was born in Pennsylvania okay. on May twentieth, eighteen ninety two, and his father also worked for the railroad. He gained regional fame in nineteen fifteen at the young age of 23.
0: Yeah, I was he would be super young.
1: When he performed a detailed investigation that revealed a $50,000 claim by a widower stemming from a railroad accident was fraudulent. So, so
0: 50000 is a lot back then. It's a ton of money. Uh-huh. So, um, so he f- he discovered insurance fraud. It's a little sad that it was like a... A widower, like a it lady was, who lost her husband but, or something. You know, but, but, but she wasn't. She wasn't doing the right thing fraud. either. Exactly. Yeah.
1: I mean, if she had kept it maybe at a thousand, maybe nobody would have cared. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, <laughs>
0: so when you try to commit fraud, make sure it seems make sure it's reasonable on the small amount. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or just don't in the first place. Like,
1: uh, like Robert De Niro said in the movie Casino. Uh, speaking of people who cheat in the casinos, mm-hmm. he said they weren't so fucking greedy, they'd be harder to spot.
0: Oh yeah, like if you just walk away with fifty bucks, it's not as uh yeah. not as if you just, flashy walk, if you just 50, walk away 000. with five
1: hundred bucks here and there, like nobody's gonna even gonna yeah. notice. But no. But as he says, in the end, they're all greedy.
0: Yeah. Money does bad things to people.
1: It does. So we saved the company the payout and was immediately promoted to captain of railroad police. Now remember, oh. in this time we're talking nineteen fifteen. There was little to no municipal police at this time municipal right. police meaning city police, city police or
0: county police right.
1: sheriffs state troop well, well state troopers sheriffs were around Yeah. state troopers sort of but so state
0: and county maybe but not at the n- city no. or town level no.
1: yeah okay Re- i mean it was kind of but not really Um,
0: So, law enforcement really evolved with crime, I guess. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of the story you're unfolding here.
1: So, most police in this time uh, were hired mercenaries, Mm -hmm. and that's really what they were, uh, known as Pinkertons. The
0: Pinkertons, yes, that's right, who did some really shady shit. Yes, they did. Very criminal things themselves.
1: So, from 1917 to 1928, Anslinger worked for various military and police organizations on stopping international drug trafficking. His duties took him all over the world, from Germany to Venezuela to Japan. By 1929, Anslinger returned from his international tour to work as an assistant commissioner in the United States Treasury Department's Bureau of Prohibition.
0: The, so wait, I'm not sure I knew that. The The Bureau of Prohibition was in the within the Treasury Department?
1: It was. If anybody's ever seen the movie... Um, the Al Capone movie with Kevin Costner. What was it called?
0: Oh, The Untouchables? The Untouchables. Mm-hmm.
1: If anybody's ever seen The Untouchables, uh, Kevin Costner's character, who plays Elliot Ness, mm-hmm. introduces himself to Sean Connery's character as a treasury officer.
0: Who was Sean Connery in the He
1: was a city cop.
0: Okay. And, and the- Elliot Ness was an FBI?
1: No, he was a treasury officer.
0: Oh, okay. So he was in this...
1: Uh... He was in the same organization.
0: <sighs> That's so weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Well, I'll,
1: I'll get into why okay, the Treasury okay. Department has a Bureau of Prohibition.
0: Did at least did is still yes. not not they still, do not yeah because there is no, no. prohibition yeah.
1: Um, so well, around on
0: booze anyway no.
1: So around this time, corruption and scandal obviously gripped Prohibition and narcotics agencies. Hmm. The ensuing shakeups and reorganizations set the stage for Anslinger, perceived as an honest and incorruptible figure, to advance not only in rank but to great political stature as well.
0: So he was like, "This is one of the good guys. This is a solid." And he's
1: like, "I'm going to start. Straight, I'm going to start narrow. rubbing shoulders with the the people who make things happen in DC, mm. and I'm going to make my own path." So he he was a very savvy politician. You can't take that away from him. Yeah, yeah. It would be just a year later that would see him become the first commissioner of the newly formed Federal Bureau of Narcotics.
0: So what year are we talking about now? Now we are
1: account. in 1930. Okay. The illegal trade in alcohol was seen by the Treasury Department. Primarily as a loss of tax revenue.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: Hence the word treasury department, or the words treasury department. Yeah, but uh, and, yes. not, and they did uh, not necessarily review. Um, uh, they did not necessarily view mm-hmm. uh, the illegal alcohol trade as as, a- as misguided social evils. They were like we're losing out on all this money. We've got to. That's is where that's D- where they were coming from. Well,
0: the DEA is under the DOJ though now, right? It is now. The yes. Department of Justice. Yes. So here's the thing. That's that's the interesting thing, is that back in the day it was all about revenue mm-hmm. and revenue evasion, well, which you gotta, I get it. We well, gotta but, remember
1: this is a wing of the Treasury Department.
0: No, I get it. That's what I'm saying is that when they eventually reorganized and created the DEA, they didn't keep the same thoughts.
1: Not at all. They
0: switched it to be a criminal issue. As it pertains to justice and not to revenue.
1: And that is solely because of this man.
0: Because of Anslinger. So
1: Anslinger, armed with a brand new federal agency Mm -hmm. and a $100,000 annual budget, or...
0: Okay, good.
1: $1,523,365.25 in today's money. That's
0: not that much.
1: So, okay, well, so he had a $100,000 annual budget. Uh Uh-huh. The person he busted was for a $50,000 fraud, oh, yeah. so just like what's half, half a of 1.5 mil? So mil. she would have received $750,000 right. in today's money. A lot of money.
0: Yeah. But that's still, that's a tiny budget.
1: Not necessarily. Um.
0: Yeah, no agencies are getting anything in the millions. They are all getting shit in the billions. In our modern,
1: relatively speaking, in this time, that's that's a pretty big budget, I guess, especially see, especially well, you know for what? a new agency. You
0: know why? Because they're not they're hardly taking anything in, the, even though um, income tax is kicked in by this point. It's very little, mm-hmm. and most people don't don't even have to pay it because right. like most, it's mostly on very high wage earners. See my tax yes, history I, knowledge is I, coming I into coming it does into play. very nicely. I finished my history of federal taxation book. On the plane down to Miami, when I was um, sitting between <laughs> two people that I had to kind of squeeze in and couldn't go to sleep. Did, did you make
1: any did, new stick well, figure drawings? I did not. You should. I should. Yes,
0: you're right. They're I should. fun. They are fun, and fantastic. I think they're
1: they're they're honestly helpful. I think <laughs> I really think they are. Well, good. So, Anslinger, he has this new agency, the Bureau of Narcotics. He's got a hundred grand a year to do whatever the fuck he wants with. So, he's looking at the Treasury Department. They're looking at it strictly, they're like, yeah, it's a a crime and everything, but we're losing money.
0: Yeah. Which is true. illegal businesses are still required to report their revenue, because otherwise you get an Al Capone pulled on you. Did you mention that in in this I do not. Okay. So that's how, uh, the the legendary that's how they got Al Capone. They couldn't get him on um criminal charges as far as like his actual criminal activity of which there was plenty. They ended up getting him on the fact that he didn't report his income mm-hmm. from those criminal enterprises, which is the law. Even if you're making money in an Even if illegal, it's illegal manner, you still got to pay your taxes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You still have to pay your taxes so that you don't get caught for fraud, which does carry um, jail time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: So, Anslinger's perception would change drastically from the uh, Treasury Department's Bureau of Narcotics. Uh, um, Bureau of uh, Prohibition, sorry. He would focus strictly on what he considered, keywords he considered, mm-hmm. to be social evils.
0: Social. So he's starting to turn it into less of a revenue issue, more of a moral issue.
1: And a crime, and a criminal, criminal issue. Criminal
0: justice issue, yeah.
1: But not to worry, dear listeners. <laughs> He's not going to go about it in an ignorant, bigoted, and racist way at all. Not at all. <laughs> Hashtag Everything sarcasm. Everything <laughs> this man does under the guise of this new federal bureau will be 1,000% completely justified. There is also no chance that he will be aided and abetted by countless politicians who share the same ignorant, bigoted, and racist mentality. That's not going to happen.
0: And... uh If you believe that, have I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you.
1: I got like five bridges in Brooklyn to sell you. (laughs) And two Uh, of them are named the Brooklyn Bridge, even though there's just one. (laughs) So I figured, so we're going to leave that off a little bit. So now we know who Harry Anslinger is and kind of where he's coming from. Yeah, And we've left
0: off in sort of the early 30s, right? Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, In 1930s where we've left off. So before I get into what this fucking asshole winds up doing...
0: You really like him,
1: don't you? I for, I figured let's do a brief history of drugs.
0: Oh, again, that's...
1: I, I didn't I didn't want to do too deep of a dive because again, that's something you can spend. Oh my goodness! And yeah. the History Channel has, oh. I believe, it's called the History of Drugs. I saw oh. a couple episodes.
0: You well, there are probably, so many. There are.
1: <laughs> um, the the most fascinating one was the one on cocaine. That was a really interesting one. Huh. But anyway, so let's go into a brief history of drugs, just so we can kind of get a mindset for why Harry Anslinger is so pissed off at the world. Okay. So before we get into hippies and the blacks smoking the reefer and (laughs) causing all sorts of chaos, let's go back in time to when drugs were legal, shall we? Or Or not illegal. Or not illegal.
0: Right. There are plenty of things that are legal by default because they're not illegal. Because there's not a law against them,
1: yes. Many currently illegal drugs, such as marijuana, depending on where you live, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which is getting more annoying by the day, (laughs) Opium, cocaine, or coca, Mm -hmm. and psychedelics have been used pretty much since man learned to stand upright. Mm -hmm. The reason certain drugs today are legal, while others are not, has has absolutely nothing to do with scientific data or research Mm -hmm. on the risks certain drugs have over others.
0: Well, because a lot of them were made illegal prior to there being scientific research.
1: Mm -hmm. It does, however, have everything to do with who is using what drugs.
0: Um, read racism,
1: or just for one stupidity, thing. ignorance. Like all racism all of is those a huge z-
0: part of xenophobia. it, especially in the modern era. Oh, absolutely. Era.
1: So, a brief history on some of our earliest drug laws. The okay. first anti-opium laws began in the eighteen seventies and hmm. were targeted at who do you think?
0: Eighteen seventies. Mm-hmm. It does have to do with the Civil War.
1: No, it does no. not.
0: Um, people from other countries.
1: It did. It had to deal with the Chinese.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, like in um, uh, Sherlock Holmes, which are really fun and fascinating books if you look past the racism of the 1800s that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle um, indulged himself in. But I do remember that, you know, one of the things of Sherlock Holmes was that part of his brilliance came from opium. Oh, sure. And he would go to the, quote, the Oriental, mm-hmm. which is horrific, um, that they use that term, but, uh, opium dens.
1: Well, this is, the, so I know we're it's, talking about the 1800s. People weren't exactly woke back
0: then. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but yeah, it, that, that's sort of a trope of that time. So I can see it being like, oh, it's the Chinese fault. And and mm-hmm. Chinese, they probably didn't even use that word. I'm no, sure they used I'm, a lot of worse words.
1: Oh, me. and I, I meant to say this up front, uh, I will be using some bigoted and racist terms because I believe in not censoring language and they are coming from quotes from people. I will Okay. I will throw out a trigger warning before I do.
0: Okay. Well, look at you. So, I'm so proud of you for saying that you'll you'll throw out a trigger warning. Quotes I do get. Mm-hmm. It's not something It's I not w- my
1: it's not my language. I,
0: I yep, nope, that's good and I know yep. that. Um it's not something I would be comfortable doing with, but I understand that, that you feel it's important to I'm like to keep it to keep around. it
1: in its context, which yes, is exactly
0: Exactly. To be clear, we do not use racist language at home because we believe that words have a lot of power in them. Well, I don't
1: use them anywhere. Not, right, Except Not just at not uh,
0: <laughs> by, by at home, I guess I meant in our, our re- re- everyday I lives. I use them at work
1: all the time.
0: No. I guess I meant in our everyday lives. We we were even recorded at home, yeah, all, so it's kind of silly to say All the black home, guys
1: but. I work with, which is pretty much everybody, they love my racist language at work.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sure you'd, last, <laughs> you'd have lasted as long as you have if you... <laughs> yeah.
1: So... So back to the Chinese, fresh off this is the 1870s we're talking about, so fresh off of being mostly enslaved to build parts of what would later become known as the Transcontinental Railroad. And
0: then to be banned from working on projects like the Hoover Dam, which we touched on. Mm -hmm.
1: Who could blame the now mostly castaway Chinese slaves for Mm -hmm. wanting to get high?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, they were literally like... Well, they
1: actually, were. They were don't, just. They, I'm not super they,
0: familiar. They were
1: literally. The they were just of, literally pretty much just castaways, and they were just like, okay. Like, was, yeah, just. Did
0: they let the like if they were? I get what you're saying. Essentially enslaved. Do you know? I don't know. I'm not familiar with the history. Like, um, did people emigrate? or mm-hmm. voluntarily to America from China. And, and we're then pretty we're, much forced to so do... So, like, that was yes. the only labor, uh, or only work available to them, and then when that was done, they were like, mm. well, fuck you. It's,
1: that's a whole other topic.
0: I know, I know. So but is the, that, am I getting the gist of it right? Yeah, okay. you're getting the broad strokes okay. correct. Okay.
1: Yeah, and that's where we're going to leave most okay. of this, is, I gotcha. in, is in the I broad gotcha. strokes. I get that. Um, the first anti-cocaine laws were passed in the early 1900, 1900s and were targeted against black men in the South. Yeah. The first anti-marijuana laws that were passed in the Midwest and Southwest in the 1910s and 1920s were Mm -hmm. largely aimed at Mexican migrants and also Mexican-Americans. Yeah. So we're about to get into marijuana a little bit more, but how about a fun fact before we do? Okay. Two fun facts, Mm -hmm. actually. So I mentioned cocaine earlier, Mm -hmm. earlier meaning like 45 seconds (laughs) ago. Sigmund Freud. Uh Uh-huh who is the founder of psychoanalysis, right. or psychology, mm-hmm. is also largely credited as the person being responsible for the emergence of cocaine as a recreational drug.
0: Because it, quote, opens your mind? Is that sort of how he uses it in the therapeutic content
1: Oh, text? yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he So is that's also... where all his
0: Oedipus stuff came from. Yeah,
1: now you wonder why. It... So, so when you're taking psychology, just... Whoever's doing it out there who's listening, uh, just, just keep in, bear in mind it was created by somebody who was literally doing cocaine all the time.
0: Well, I mean, some of the history, but they've built on it a lot better and changed. Um, just realize it's Abby origin is story. in psychology, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's what she's going to school for. So, oh, okay. Yeah, she's, she's a lot better than Freud, though. Yes. It's because he's fucked up. She's good.
1: Well, he's also dead, so just automatically... Oh, wow.
0: Well, Some yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough.
1: He is also credited as being the very first person to study cocaine, I use study in Quote. air quotes, mm-hmm. as well as being the very first documented cocaine addict.
0: Oh, he was a ad- he was legit addicted.
1: <laughs> he also documented his addiction, yes.
0: Oh, oh he was, it was self-experimentation, <laughs> yes. Oh, how fun.
1: Fun fact number 2. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. In the 1890s in the Sears and Roebuck catalog, which was the internet of its day.
0: Yeah, it was super popular before they started going under.
1: You could buy a in quotations as I read this off a website, you could buy a small amount of cocaine for a dollar for a dollar 50.
0: Sears was a drug dealer. Yes, they
1: were. Oh, there were uh, there were just there there were no laws about it at this time. So. Can I
0: say too? Um, there was a recent episode of Sawbones that I listened to, um, which is a great podcast. I listened to it on the plane coming back home a couple days ago. Um, do you know the pharmaceutical company Eli Lilly?
1: Yes. Yeah. They're the they, ones that are, are um, anyway, go ahead.
0: Yeah. They make a lot of, I think they make Prozac. Like, they're, they're a- They're
1: pretty big. They're a
0: huge pharmaceutical company. They used to have pot farms.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? So, lot I, of they those did far- a
0: great episode it, in, about that. And
1: a lot of my research today, pharmaceutical companies that are around today came mm-hmm. up. Like, Merck. Merck has been around for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. And there was another one that I recognized. mm mm-hmm. um, I don't know if, I, I don't remember if I saw Eli Lilly or not, but yeah. I did see a couple. I'm like, oh, I know that company. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, real quick, before I forget, um, if you're wanting to look into at all um, the history of drugs and like even things like the word marijuana and its history and stuff like that.
1: I'll get um, into that.
0: Okay, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um The podcast Code Switch, which I've mentioned several times because it is legit amazing. Um, They dig into that topic multiple times Mm -hmm. at at different points. Um, And I highly recommend the show, period. And I think everyone should listen to it. Um, But also those episodes specifically, if you want to get into, like... We've never, we've never claimed to be journalists. <laughs> no, no, But if you want to hear actual journalists, I
1: somewhat went to school it. in the, in the vein of journalism for, for, a bro- semester. for broadcasting. Broadcasting is kind of considered to be in that vein. But yeah, no, no, no. I'm. No, no. I wasn't researching. I, I don't want
0: to delegitimize no. that your education. No. However, my, my
1: semester of school. <laughs>
0: well, still, it's something. <laughs> However, like these are people who work for NPR and are legit and, are, and do
1: like actual like research. And they shit. do a
0: lot of research, a lot of production. They're incredibly intelligent and they speak very intelligently to it. So, absolutely, if you're not listening to Code Switch. Do, please. It's fantastic.
1: And may I recommend uh, if you bust out your 1890s Sears and Robot catalog ordering some (laughs) cocaine.
0: (laughs) A, quote, small amount.
1: (laughs) So now we're going to get into, um, we're going to get, most of the rest of this um, episode episode is going to be about uh, marijuana. Okay. Here's a fun game to play, too. Yeah. I, I go through, I believe, well... Count how many different names I use for the drug. Just, just for <laughs> Mary
0: <fun>. Jane Reefer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh,
1: those will be included.
0: Weed pot.
1: So restrictions on cannabis.
0: Cannabis, yes. Uh,
1: in this case, cannabis, cannabis sativa, often called Indian hemp, in documents before the 1940s, that was kind of its official name.
0: Now, cannabis sativa is that the like. Um Genus and species name, or whatever, like the Latin name for it? Sure. Oh. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so it was a drug. Uh, so restrictions on cannabis as a drug started in local laws in New York going back all the way to 1860. New York. This was followed by local laws in many other states and by state laws in the 1910s and 1920s, as I briefly mentioned before. Okay. The Federal Pure Food and Drug Act of 1906.
0: Uh Which was like the precursor to the Food and Drug Mm -hmm. Act and and Mm -hmm. administration, yeah. Uh,
1: Regulated the labeling of patient medicines that contained cannabis indica. In 1925, the United States supported regulation of Indian hemp as use as a drug. In the International Opium Convention.
0: (laughs) The International Opium Convention.
1: Recommendations from the International Opium Convention inspired the work with the Uniform State Narcotic Act between 1925 and 1932. So now we're starting to see marijuana get heavily regulated.
0: Okay. Was it... As it pertained to trade? Is that how they're doing it? Or? Trade,
1: uh, doctors being able to use it, farmers, kind of all around is where it's starting to get But it's still regulated. not illegal
0: for it's, use? It
1: is still not fully illegal for use. Okay. Not yet.
0: Okay. We're, but these are the precursors, yeah.
1: We'll get to that. Okay. So now we find ourselves in the year 1932. Okay. What major federal legislation is about to happen?
0: Well, 32, let's see. These. That was when FDR was... Elected, no?
1: He was, but what major federal legislation is about to happen? I mentioned it right at the beginning of the episode. The end of Prohibition. Oh, okay. Is about to happen. I
0: forgot when Prohibition ended. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, that's
1: okay.
0: So 12 years that lasted?
1: Well, it lasted officially 13 years. Okay. It gets legislated in 1932, takes effect in
0: 1933. Okay, gotcha.
1: So now, we are on to the social evils of marijuana and jazz music.
0: Oh my god, I forgot! Yes, it is! And you know what jazz music was associated with back in that time?
1: Sex, drugs, and rock and jazz, but rock and roll didn't exist. And black people. Jazz and roll.
0: And black people. Oh yeah. Like, hugely, hugely...
1: Oh, I'm gonna say this a lot during this episode. We'll get into that.
0: (laughs) Do you get into Al Jolson and the jazz singer?
1: <laughs> no, I do get into a very famous jazz singer, though. Okay. Now, prior to the end of Prohibition, Anslinger claimed that cannabis was not a problem and did not harm people. Oh, my God. And is quoted as saying, Uh-huh. quote, there is probably no more absurd fallacy than the idea it makes people violent. And, end quote. Wow.
0: So Anslinger himself was like, look, this isn't a problem. This isn't... Yeah, no,
1: well, a I will
0: agree with him in general that...
1: It's, yeah, it's not have, a problem. anyone
0: I've ever um, encountered who has been partaking of marijuana, they're not violent. <laughs>
1: right. As the saying goes, uh, if four guys sit around drinking liquor all night, they start a fight. four guys sit around smoking weed all night, they start a band.
0: <laughs> That's very true. Very true.
1: But, so this is his take but while Prohibition is going on.
0: Oh no, did he turn in total hypocrite?
1: But when Prohibition ended... And Slinger would make a radical shift towards self-preservation. Because his
0: job was at stake. His department was at stake. Oh, my God. There was
1: no more use for the Treasury Department's Bureau of Prohibition, seeing as how prohibition is about to was come to over, an end. yeah. And the Federal Bureau of Narcotics, which was an arm of the Bureau of Prohibition,
0: right.
1: was mostly focused on cocaine and heroin. Problem with that was cocaine and heroin users were relatively small, and there were certainly not enough users and suppliers of those drugs to justify a $100,000 yeah. annual budget, especially during what was now the period of time in America known as the Great Depression.
0: So here's where I start feeling like the war on drugs is not a... Uh,
1: it's, it's its complete bullshit. It's not, total well, bullshit. No, no, no,
0: I know, but is not doesn't meet our definitions of a disaster. While it is disastrous... This is clear that this is essentially criminal. It's human behavior acting in the form of self preservation. So, again, just a little disclaimer. I sure. Th- we're still going to put these out. I think it's a great topic. But yeah. um, I will admit and say that we're kind of going outside. We're veering coloring off outside
1: a, of our minds. A little bit. And, and I, I, I realized that going into it, but. Again, executive decision.
0: I, I still think it's fascinating, <laughs> no, I and I think it the some of this history Cause, cause is I, amazing. Because I do
1: consider it an absolute fucking disaster. Me too. Um,
0: I do. I do as well. And I
1: think the majority of at least sane-minded people do as well. The
0: fact that we're, and I'm sure you'll get into this in future episode or episodes, um, we're seeing the effects of how devastating Ooh, it yeah. is in the fact that it hasn't helped anybody. Nope. And that we're in the middle of an opiate crisis now, mm-hmm. or an opioid epidemics so, yeah.
1: Yeah. and that shit's legal and people make millions well, of dollars are off of it. but it
0: leads to mm-hmm. heroin and shit it
1: also it also leads to uh, uh, stock increases so mm.
0: which so is there, criminal that's so, criminal yes
1: it is so <clears throat> excuse me a major reason for the repeal of prohibition mm-hmm. was because of the great depression
0: um, because
1: as it turns out even if you tax the fuck out of drugs people will still willingly buy them yeah as we yeah. found out in Las Vegas, stuff wasn't cheap. But I was just like, "Hey, here you go." Yeah,
0: yeah. you I, h- handed did, over your money pretty I quick. I Did
1: not care. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I would not. I would not spend that amount of money on that like every week. That was you know because we were on vacation. <laughs> or would I? Who knows?
0: <laughs> oh, did I? I told you that I actually so personal story. <laughs> I totally um, talked about taking legal edibles Mm -hmm. in in Vegas. You were
1: standing in the state of Nevada. It was completely legal. Yes, it
0: absolutely was. Um, But I talked about it in front of my mom (laughs) because I was telling my aunts, who are totally fine with it. Um, Uh, Yes, they are. (laughs) My mom, on the other hand, basically I got super divulgy in a way that um, I'm not sure my mom appreciated
1: Oh wow! You're an adult.
0: I am. We didn't follow up. We need to have a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway,
1: all you had was until
0: I finished up my. Oh, you (laughs) finished it. Uh
1: oh. Yeah, all you had were some. uh, You had a chocolate bar, and obviously not in one sitting. No. Um, and the apricots. Is that what they're? Mango. Mango. Dried mango. mango. Yeah. Both of which I the chocolate.
0: The chocolate was pretty good. The mango had a had definitely had a weed aftertaste. And I don't love the taste of weed. It was delicious. Well, that's you. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track.
1: So, what drug other than alcohol, mm-hmm. which is now legal again at mm-hmm. this time, yes, is supplied and consumed on a frequent enough basis to warrant its own federal enforcement agency oh. and a $100,000 oh, so annual is budget? Weed. Yeah. Good old Mary Jane.
0: Because you can you can partake and still lead a relatively functional life. Yeah. Like... Um, cause you can have a buzz. You don't get a, just a little buzz off of Coke or heroin or something. Well,
1: I've never tried heroin, so I don't uh-huh. know about that. I have done cocaine. Yeah. You get a massive buzz off of cocaine. Like you, you, pe- like, uh,
0: I think people would notice. Oh, for, it. for
1: sure. <laughs> to yeah. an
0: extent you can do weed and be pretty functional.
1: Oh Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I don't think you can sort of be a moderate yeah, cocaine. I'm, I'm or on heroin. it right now,
1: and nobody even knows. I'm just kidding. I'm really not.
0: <laughs> Seriously, not, no, okay. I'm not. Okay.
1: Okay. No, because my fucking guy, whatever, my guy doesn't come through anymore. Any, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, I will be for next week's episode because I wanted to be for this one.
0: I really S- hope just as an there act of are defiance. no North Carolina like. Drug enforcement officers listening. To this. Whatever
1: they can come over. I, I have enough money for a lawyer. They're not going to bother me. Um, well,
0: you're whi- a white man, and I'm also helps. a white man, so
1: yeah. they're definitely not going to bother me as much. That's Maybe so a shitty. little. So marijuana was the answer to Anslinger's prayers because
0: it was used enough. Oh, that it was
1: used. It, could it was used widely. Yeah, it, not as much as alcohol, but close enough. Mm-hmm. Um, he would frequently falsely associate weed with violence.
0: Yeah, that's ridiculous.
1: Quote, smoke a joint and you're likely to kill your brother. What the fuck? He was known to have said.
0: But that's a literal 180 from what he had just said before. He was like, no, there's no no correlation. And now he's like, well, my job is at stake. Doesn't matter. And all the money I've been in charge of. Doesn't matter.
1: From the beginning, Anslinger conflated drug use, race, and music.
0: Oh, Matt's that.
1: So who wants to hear some more of Anslinger's passionate quotes, understanding the use of drugs, race, and music?
0: I don't, but go ahead. Yes.
1: The following, this is just one tirade, by the way. This, oh, great. This is not individual quotes. Oh, wonderful. So quote. Reefer. Okay, um, okay. <laughs> Trigger warning.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, <clears throat> there's going to be like... <clears throat>
1: there will be some racist language okay. in next This is a direct sequence. quote. Yes.
0: To be clear... Um, this guy was an asshole. Yes, this
1: is not my words. This is his.
0: And he's an asshole, and he used used words that he
1: shouldn't have. So, quote, Reefer makes darkies think they're as good as white men.
0: Oh, my God.
1: There are 100,000 total marijuana smokers in the U.S. Like, how the fuck would you know the exact amount? bullshit.
0: (laughs) Bullshit.
1: Like, did he go and count? Like, like, what did he do? He
0: took a census.
1: There are 100,000 total marijuana smokers in the U.S. And most are Negroes, Hispanics, Filipinos, and entertainers. (laughs) And
0: entertainers! Their
1: satanic jazz and swing music (laughs) result from marijuana use. This (laughs) marijuana causes white women to seek sexual relations with Negroes, entertainers, and any others.
0: Oh my God! Is that the end?
1: That is the end.
0: Oh my God! That is such the trope, though, that they used to use. Was that, oh... People of color, that's my words, the correct usage, are going to take your white ladies and it's just... And
1: get them all high on the marijuana.
0: And have sex and with have them. sex with them. It, what bullshit is all of that <laughs> fear-mongering racist Well, the reason they shit. the reason they
1: do it and still do it today is, is why? Because it works.
0: It's so fucking... Make
1: America great again.
0: Oh my god! It, I'm turning very it, quickly it, it into works. this raging
1: bitch.
0: Yeah. This is the, what so, bullshit. What an so asshole. And, what an asshole.
1: Hanslinger so, really hated jazz music. Now this is where I agree with the man, but for completely different reasons.
0: But you know what? <laughs> jazz music of like the 20s and 30s was the rock and roll of the day. It was. It was. really. And like, I
1: and I did listen to a song earlier today because did of this ya? research. You and I, to? I will. I will tell okay. you about it. We will get there.
0: Okay.
1: So the following is a section. From an article, Anslinger wrote that appeared in The American Magazine.
0: Oh, God. That's like the fucking NRA magazine First Freedom or Freedom First or whatever that I found at my grandparents' house. <laughs> and I'm just like, is this the shit they're shilling to old people? And the oh, answer is yes. Of course it is. The answer is yes. Oh, my God.
1: So, again, um, I believe uh, there's most likely going to be a trigger warning here. Mm. Uh Probably. Let's just go right. with that. And again, these are his words, not mine.
0: So this is Anslinger again. In an article, an article in
1: The American Magazine.
0: So he wasn't just saying this. He had the chance to write this Oh, he, oh th- he,
1: he is also a master of propaganda. This is how this yeah, all this starts. Yeah, is, this is yes.
0: legit bullshit.
1: Those who first spread its use were musicians. <laughs> they brought the habit northward with the surge of hot music demanding players of exceptional ability, especially in improvisation. <laughs> Ha <laughs> Along the Mexican border and in southern seaport cities, it had long been known that the drug has a strangely exhilarating effect (laughs) upon the musical sensibilities. The musician who uses it finds that the musical beat seemingly comes to him quite slowly, thus allowing him to interpolate improvised notes with comparative ease. He does not realize that he is tapping the keys with a furious speed impossible for one in a normal state.
0: You know how much weed just like amps you up and makes you wanna oh, fuck y- yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go fuck somebody up when I'm high.
0: It literally made me fall asleep yeah. in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I got it's the best sleep it's of my it's life.
1: That's what it does for a lot of people, that's <laughs> what it does for a lot of veterans.
0: It, you know, I've never tried, so I'm. I'm a musician. I am shit at improvising. Now I feel like I need to try some to Im- and try improvising. Yeah, we'll, we'll and bust, out, if, the, uh, we'll and bust out my drums. And see if everything slows down so that uh, I can...
1: Not that I would consider myself a musician in any way, but I can play the drums. Mm-hmm. I would also not consider myself a drummer, but I can play the drums. Uh, yeah, it's really easy to improvise. After <laughs> you've been doing bong loads for like... Like a half hour. It's
0: different. It's different <laughs> improvising on the drums than on a melodic. No, instrument, but playing
1: with playing with guitar players though. No, not what I'm not, su- not just by myself.
0: No, I know what I'm saying is improvisation on the drums is very different from improvisations on a melodic instrument.
1: Well, sure, but it's still, you know, you're just coming up with shit, you know, on yeah, the fly. Yeah,
0: it's still different. Yeah, sure, of course, <gasps> well, it's
1: a different instrument. So it's percussion.
0: Mm-hmm. It is.
1: So. Mm-hmm. So that was his. That was his quote That's from
0: such bullshit. What's the American bullshit?
1: magazine. The
0: American make a um, make American. I'm sure magazine that I wouldn't again. doubt
1: that magazine still exists. I, I didn't bother to again.
0: Show. It's the NRA yeah. magazine of yeah. First Freedom or whatever the fuck you dipshits are. <laughs> propagating, the you're getting more, you're
1: getting more anger than I am. It's you're, get, it's you're getting you're so getting how you're getting how I got when I was doing the research.
0: It's well, this is the first time I'm hearing <laughs> true, it. So that is yeah, true. Because it, it makes so, sense. It's, it's very enraging.
1: So Anslinger found several cases, several cases,
0: quote several cases, where people
1: had committed violent fences. Purportedly, while being high, and presented them to Congress.
0: So, a couple things: one, it's probably all bullshit. Two, if someone's drinking and smoking, then you could conflate that it was because of the weed when it was really because of the. Booze. Oh, they
1: do. Oh, they do that today. Yeah. Like when, uh, like when weed became legal in several states, they're trying to pin it on. Oh, we got in a car accident because of this.
0: Yeah, they was also, they were also drinking at the same right, time, right?
1: Knowing that there was also alcohol in their system. Yeah. So yeah, so that's this. It's here's the most frustrating thing: is everything that I'm almost nothing has changed?
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, really, almost nothing. There's
0: no progress in this. Yeah, yeah. the
1: only thing that has changed is mm-hmm. in some states you can buy marijuana.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: that's about it. But as far as the propaganda and the whole mentality and that, that nothing has changed. Um, so the case that seemed to seal the deal was that of Victor Licata, a young Italian man who had hacked his family to death. Anslinger consulted 30 doctors to confirm his claim that weed was linked to the violent crime. Of those, 29 said there was no connection, (laughs) so of course he peddled the message of the one dissenting doctor to anyone who would listen.
0: There was one... Out of 30. So, like, basically 3% or 3.2% or something. Yeah, it's,
1: like, it's the same percentage. It's actually a little higher than the percentage of uh, uh, pe- scientists that don't believe in climate change.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. like
1: 2% that don't. Yeah. So, yeah, in this case, yeah. And who do the... Anyway. Yeah, I know. Anslinger's appeal, appeal to fear appeared to be working. No shit. When, uh, yeah. you, when you scare people, geez, it, t- it tends to work.
0: Oh my God. It's not
1: like we haven't tried that throughout human history right. Time after time after time
0: I'm literally like Rubbing my eyes Even though I'm wearing mascara And I'm gonna get it all over me
1: That's okay It sounds like you're hopped up on the marijuana
0: I think I'm hopped up on the raging bitch <laughs> Which is fully legal <laughs> In is. all 50 states
1: Articles proclaiming the dangers of pot ran in papers all across the country. God. It was during this time that anti-drug zealots zealots swapped the term cannabis for marijuana. Mm
0: -hmm. Juana
1: with an H, or marijuana with a J, Mm -hmm. hoping that the Spanish word would conjure anti-Mexican sentiment. (sighs) Newspapers, whether they believed it or not, went along for the ride, running headlines like, Murder Due to Killer Drug Marijuana Sweeping the United States.
0: This is, this is literally what Trump is peddling with people with any, immigrating from Mexico with
1: anything let's it's face like, it if it um, has to do with
0: brown people yeah. it's dirty and bad and we it's an attack just, on just, america
1: just just non white people it just yeah, yeah it doesn't matter what color they are as you know it's as, just, as long as they're non white oh my god Slinger's efforts culminated in the passage of the Marijuana Tax Act of 1937.
0: Tax Act? That's very interesting.
1: Which effectively made marijuana illegal.
0: How so? What was the? I
1: don't really. I started to, but I didn't but want to go. But it's a tax
0: act. I get it. I didn't really it's want to go. hard to read unless you're into taxes. You're the like tax I am. agency.
1: I, 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 I'll put it on you to do a follow-up of that.
0: Okay. I am not but an agency, not, although that's it's very, on you.
1: although that's it's very on you flattering. Now. So beginning in 1939. Now this is where we're going to get more into the evils of jazz music. Ooh. So beginning <laughs> beginning jazz in music. beginning in 1939, immediately following Billy Holiday's mm-hmm. performance of Strange Fruit, which oh, was the name of the song. Yeah. Do, do you know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? That's the song I listened oh, to today. Yeah. Have you listened to that song? Uh,
0: oh. I've heard, th- especially it Nina is, Simone did a very um, haunting cover of it. It's that
1: probably very- like the most fucked up song I've ever listened to. uh uh-huh. For those you, who
0: don't know what the quote strange freak well, is... I'll, I'll, I'll okay, get into that. Okay, okay,
1: um, But it'd be a stretch for Marilyn Manson to write a song as it's fucked really up as this dark, one. It's
0: really dark, yeah. I mean, so. but justifiedly so. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, hmm lyrics for social commentary. The, the lyrics were pretty damn disturbing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Anslinger began ruthlessly targeting the singer for her purported... Billie
0: fucking Holiday! She's a national treasure! ...for her
1: purported heroin addiction.
0: What an asshole, this Anslinger.
1: So now, Strange Freak... Fruit was a nickname given to the lynched corpse of a black man after hanging for so long that the body began to rot. So like, sorry, like sh- a piece there of, should have been an extra trigger warning just yes, for that. there probably that. should have been. Sorry.
0: Um,
1: uh, reverse trigger warning.
0: Sorry. Yeah, it's it's pretty awful, but yeah, that was the. It was a very political song. Yes, very political song. Nina Simone and it was also. It in um,
1: and I, I didn't put it in the research, but I remember reading through it. It was also illegal for her to sing that song. But she did How it. So? She did anyway. How well, could it be illegal? Number one, she's black. And but
0: what law says that you can't sing
1: when you're black? It doesn't matter. Did, did No, you, no, did no. You no need I one? Mass,
0: yeah, to say call it illegal, there has to be some. I, I'm law. just
1: saying. No, no, there doesn't. In 1939, for, for you
0: don't mean it was illegal. You mean that they would arrest her for doing it.
1: Well, that would make it illegal, no, wouldn't it? No, okay. It's an, well, anyway, the
0: arrest was illegal.
1: She would be arrested for singing the okay, song, but okay. she did it anyway.
0: Good for her.
1: Yes, that's that's exactly what I think. Um, so given uh, Anslinger's undeniable racism at this point, yeah, like, that's just could you really make the open. could you really make the case at this point that no, he isn't? No. Um, it's difficult to believe that the campaign's timing. So soon after the release of the haunting racial justice protest song was Mm -hmm. a coincidence.
0: What year are we talking?
1: We are talking 1939. Okay. From that day on, Anslinger's agents hounded Holiday. As she was being transferred to the hospital for a combination of drug and alcohol use, Mm. she said, quote, they are going to arrest me in this damn bed.
0: Mm.
1: Holiday died not long after, and her friends blamed the stress of Anslinger's campaign for her death.
0: Well, I'm sure it didn't help.
1: And, there's, and I'm sure there's, didn't
0: help her drug and alcohol abuse either. again.
1: That I kind of just
0: sure there, I'm sure there's lost over that story into. a little bit.
1: That that could be a whole episode in itself. This whole thing between him and her.
0: What do you think of her voice?
1: Uh, really kind of creepy in that song. I mean, gorgeous. but uh-huh. I mean, the song was so fucked up that I wasn't really paying yeah, attention to her voice. I gotcha.
0: Voice. Well, no, she's she's just one of the absolute like um, legends. Oh of sure. Vocals. Oh, I, I've
1: heard of her before for sure. Yeah. Um. So, this would not be the only time Anslinger had influence over a person of fame. Noted heroin addict, slash pill popper, slash I'll take whatever the fuck my mom in mm-hmm. MGM Studios gives me, and also star of The Wizard of Oz, Judy, Judy Garland, Garland, had a run-in with Anslinger.
0: Really? So, he, so he, let, so let's he went after little little so, white so girls, so let, too? So let's
1: see. Julie Garland is a famous white woman.
0: Yeah.
1: So, I'm going to put my money... That Anslinger treats her the exact same way he treated <laughs> Billie Holiday. Who's, who's with me? Anybody? Uh, I was gonna anybody? say, she
0: makes it long enough to at least Is anybody to have Liza Minnelli. No.
1: With informants planted all over Hollywood, I mean, mm-hmm. th- again, this guy, just what a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Anslinger knew what drugs Judy Garland was taking and where she was getting them. One day, he visited the heads of MGM and insisted they send her to a sanatorium. Uh, MGM mm-hmm. is a movie studio, if anybody does not know right. that. It still um, exists.
0: And Samuel Goldwyn was probably the head of it. At Most that likely at
1: this time. This is a Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer, mm-hmm. is what MGM stands for. I believe her to be a fine woman caught in a situation that could only destroy her, he told the executives.
0: Oh, that that's what Anslinger said?
1: To the executives <laughs> of MGM. Oh,
0: it's not her fault. No. It was Billy Holiday's fault, but it it's not It was definitely Billy Holiday's fault. fault, but it's, it's not this. Not Judy this, Garland. No, not her fault.
1: He was told by the executives that they had a fourteen million that they had fourteen million dollars invested in her and had no intention of giving her the time off she needed because at this point yeah, she was no, constantly just, like fucked up. That's and, why I mean, and it wasn't necessarily her fault. Like she was
0: her put, whole she was, life was yeah, we could do an all bad thing. As about. I
1: said, her mom was drugging her too.
0: Yes, you know,
1: to lose her weight. Her life and was put, pretty yeah, tragic. Yeah, it yeah. was again. That's another person you could do an episode on, a whole episode on. Yeah. An unsuccessful suicide attempt finally persuaded the executives that the best way to protect their investment was to send her to rehab. Uh,
0: Quote, sanatorium, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Later, Anslinger would imply that he had played a major role in helping Garland get clean wasn't what a, what, a what a fucker what a yeah. why couldn't he have done guy. the same
0: thing for billy holiday it's just
1: like all these right-wing fuckheads that i've heard for the last couple of days um obviously one of the cokes died i don't really give a shit which one Fucking when
0: does next one come when does next um, one come that sorry all I that keep, sounded super gleeful but all
1: really i really
0: hoping they get a read well anyway
1: soon. all they keep all i keep hearing from uh Idiots. He gave one hundred fifty million dollars. This I'm like, well, that's that good.
0: Fucking offset, but it, but it doesn't
1: offset all the other stuff no. he's done. Now, should people be cheering on his death? Yes. <laughs> I'll leave it at that.
0: Sorry, it's it's just so, there guy. are some people who are so fucking evil. And yeah, the coke there are several people. There. If
1: I just happen upon their grave, I'm going to piss on it either of the Koch brothers, for sure, and definitely Harry Anslinger, if I ever fucking come across this guy, I might take a shit on it, too. So, in 1948, <laughs> to leave off on that joyous... <laughs> okay. Joyous mental framing. Mm-hmm. So, in 1948, Anslinger, again, went after musicians by trying to block the union membership of those with drug convictions. What asshole.
0: So, wait, well, wait, wait, wait. Labor uh, right to organize should never be conflated with... Previous incarceration. That's just.
1: Well, tell that to Harry Anslinger.
0: Well, hopefully he's fucking. He's definitely fucking dead at this point. He was born in the he 1800s. Is. So, yes.
1: Yeah.
0: He can go fuck himself.
1: The lives of Jasmine, he said, reek of filth, quote unquote. Arrests involving a certain type of musician in marijuana cases are on the increase, he wrote in a draft letter to the president of the American Federation of
0: Musicians.
1: (sighs) In a hearing with the Ways and Means Committee, Anslinger repeated this lie. I am not talking about the good musicians, but the jazz type. Oh, fuck him. Over the coming years, Anslinger would have a decisive hand in all of the country's drug legislation, including the Boggs Act of 1951, which required mandatory sentencing
0: uh, and
1: various state laws further criminalizing drug use.
0: So this is like the beginning of mandatory minimums? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: He is also credited with what is now known as the gateway theory.
0: Oh, shit. That, In other words, the shit that's been debunked. Also,
1: in the year 1951, he told a congressional committee on drug addiction that, quote, over 50% of those young addicts started on marijuana smoking. They started there and graduated to heroin. They took the needle when the thrill of marijuana was gone. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so think, they
0: trusted. I
1: think I deserve an Academy Award for this episode. You're
0: doing very well. Thank you. Um, I, so so this guy who was not a scientist, who is not a doctor, who has no qualifications. He's just a
1: fucking guy. He's just a, fucking, a fucking, fucking guy.
0: revenue guy. Basically a glory that revenue guy. Not that that's not important. But he's but well he's not... outside his sandbox yeah. right now. Yeah, he's
1: not a fucking scientist. He's not... Bullshit. Yeah. yeah.
0: God.
1: Anslinger was considered the preeminent S- expert on drugs in America.
0: And he had no expertise.
1: He remained at the helm of the Federal Narcotics Bureau until the Kennedy administration. Jesus let's Christ. Remember, he 62 you said,
0: right? Yeah. let remember
1: he started with the Hoover administration. Oh my
0: God.
1: But his ideas were swiftly adopted by successive administrations, mm-hmm. always disproportionately to the detriment of people of color.
0: Absolutely.
1: And that is episode one.
0: Wow.
1: Of the fucking useless war on fucking drugs.
0: That is still ongoing. That and is still
1: ongoing and will stop. most likely, and it will never end. Let's face it, it's never going to end.
0: You know... I know you don't like hearing about my dreams, but can I tell everybody just a I little... Said,
1: do you want to do that? I do. I <laughs> okay, do. Because okay. here
0: here's what it was. I dreamt I, I met Bernie Sanders. Okay. Here's the here's the thing. So I I'm, met Bernie Sanders and I like screwed up my... I don't remember like the... I was at some sort of event in my dream, right? Where mm-hmm. he was at and I had access to him. And I like screwed up my courage to be able to go over to him. I think in my dream, he was actually being elected. Like, it was coming through, which, yes, is in my dreams. It's
1: definitely going to turn out to be a dream, for sure.
0: And I shook his hand, and I, like, burst into tears, and all I could say was thank you.
1: Yeah, I mean... uh, Hopefully that'll happen 15 months from now, but let's face it. Let's not, let's not even hope if for it. If he fucking
0: wins the nomination, I will be bursting into tears. I'll be so. I'm not counting Astonished. No, no, no. Yeah. That's why I will bur- burst I into something I am so not astonished. in any
1: way going to, uh, set myself in some, in some sort of position of hope like I did three and a half, four years oh, ago. Well. Um, so anyway. I'm just going to count on blues, but anyway, um, So yeah, um, I I was I did start to go down the path of where um, uh, Anslinger's predecessor was is essentially going to be Richard Nixon. Um, His
0: predecessor, you mean his successor?
1: Or successor? Yes. Yes. Um, Predecessor
0: would mean coming before. That
1: would that you are correct. Thanks. I guess that, see, I guess your beer, your, beers, your, your beer is working better than mine.
0: This is just my first.
1: So yes, his successor would essentially be uh, Nixon. Richard Nixon. The official, war, what everybody yeah, deems well, as the official war on drugs. I think of that is
0: Reagan and Nancy. Well, it's really, it's really Nixon. Drugs. Nixon comes uh, up with the actual
1: war, okay. war on drugs.
0: Policy or idea. Okay. Uh, I always associate it with the 80s. But, but, sure. But this will be interesting to yeah. kind of learn so more. So
1: I, I was going to, I started to go down that road a little bit. But I was like, it's it's gonna be too much.
0: Well, look at this. We're already over an hour into this. So yeah, yeah. if you had tried to finish it up, we'd be in like three hour territory. It would be, <laughs> yeah. We'd be going
1: into uh, yeah. like love parade territory. We'd be going on like
0: yeah. That was a mega so yeah yeah. Absolutely.
1: So and I, I and
0: I don't want to rush it either. It's well, there a,
1: are there are different there are different Ares. parts yeah. to this story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We went. We went over two of them. We went over prohibition, which mm-hmm. to me completely counts okay. as being part of the war mm-hmm. on drugs. And we went over the original asshole of the Ansela. and who who really does institute and create what is now known as the war on drugs, he really does. And establishes
0: it from day one as a racist-ass policy. From the get-go. It is ingrained in the, quote, war on drugs of just fucking racism. That he, like, basically drove Billie Holiday... To death. uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she had her own issues, but... She did. I'm sure he didn't help him any. Having
1: him hang over her all the time certainly didn't help.
0: Yeah, because that's a great way to help someone who's addicted to to um substances. Threaten to put them in jail. Stress them out. Which
1: she also did. I mean, I didn't I didn't get into that.
0: What a fucker.
1: Um, she did go to jail several times over that. Um, but yeah, he basically just um, I did not I did not finish uh reading it because they unfortunately they took it down on YouTube but mm-hmm. I will be able to get it for free next month because of my Audible subscription. Oh. Um if anybody wants to read um I got maybe I think maybe halfway through it <laughs> as in read I mean listen to the audiobook. Well,
0: that that counts.
1: Um it came out maybe a year ago. He was he's also he was also on Joe Rogan's podcast. So look up uh what the, is the guy's it? name is Johan Harry.
0: Johan Harry. H
1: Harry, A R R I. Um, okay. And I believe Johan being J-O-H-A-N-N. Okay. Uh, he's a British dude, I think. Okay. Um, he's 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 up on the other side of the pond. He could be South African, but I, I think his accent sounded British. Anyway, okay. he wrote a book that is called Chasing the Scream, which is all about Anslinger's Oh, wow. Policies. And he's got a big... And on Joe Rogan's podcast, mm-hmm. he goes very much in depth of how much Anslinger fucked with wow. Billy Holiday. Oh, that's and how so much of a, shitty. Yeah.
0: She was such a fucking talented singer.
1: Yeah.
0: And such a... Uh, but most of the
1: talented singers, they have their demons. They're fucked up on their own. They're Well, but that's up too. the
0: thing. Someone who has drug problems needs help, yep. not... Jail time.
1: Yeah! W- wow! What a what a fantastic well, idea! I know
0: I'm not the first person to come <laughs> up with it. I know that it sounded like, oh, I, I'm I'm the wise one. Clearly, smarter people than me have figured that out. But
1: but like I said, <clears throat> obviously there's going to be a second episode. That there could potentially be a third. It depends on where I want to go with it. Um, Because there's a lot, there's so much left to do. Mm. There's so much of a story left to tell, obviously. Anybody who is Mm. around my age or younger really only knows the war on drugs. Like you said, you thought it was started with Reagan. Yeah. No, it really started officially. Uh Uh-huh. The term war on drugs was coined by Nixon.
0: Because I don't even remember the Reagan days. I mean, I've just heard them referenced. What I remember in my childhood is like D.A.R.E., we mm-hmm. did drug abuse resistance education. That came out of the
1: Reagan administration. In yeah. in
0: like ninety five, ninety six when I was in fifth grade. Jeez,
1: it was still going on then. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we
0: had off we had Officer Tim come from the Asante County uh, Sheriff's Department in Bram, Minnesota, at the Bram Area School. And he, uh, we did role-playing on you, how to where say where, no. you,
1: where you won the Bram Regional Spelling Bee.
0: I, the the Yes, the Regional Spelling Bee. I did. I went to states. I misspelled erasable. I left off the E at the end because oh. that was like a little quirk of mine that I just kept forgetting to say the last letter of a word.
1: That that could come in not so handy in yeah, spelling
0: bee. Yeah, but I would have been just a fucking nervous wreck had I made it any farther. So it was fine. It was uh, it was fun to be a fifth grader who beat the eighth graders at sure. spelling. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So I remember the sweater I was wearing. Now I'm <laughs> rambling. Now I'm rambling, and I think we need to wrap this up yes. so we can partake of more drugs of the alcohol type. Yay! For and, those who teetotal, good for you.
1: And if I get a certain delivery, maybe of something else. But anyway. We'll find out the, the rest of that story next week. This is, this is,
0: so again, I'm still not 100% convinced. This is definitely a policy disaster at best, but also like clearly this Anslinger was a fucking hypocrite and racist. Um, so that's criminal essentially, or at least morally bankrupt. Um, but I mean, there are actually well-meaning people on the wrong side of this war. Sure. They have just been so swayed by the legitimately devious and awful people in it. Um, So that's pretty terrible. But anyway, so that was part one of an indeterminate number at the moment.
1: (laughs) It's most (laughs) likely going to be two, but it could be three. Gotcha.
0: Of the war on drugs. And uh, you have been listening to an episode of All Bad Things. I'm Rachel. I'm David. We'll see you next week.